Welcome back to a new year edition of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolly Talks. Arnold Reasons. And we got a full house today, just like promised in the last full episode. House. Who's in the building? We've got AB. Yo, what's going on, people? Friend of the most high, you're bringing a word for the year. <laughs> Relax. That's you, Reasons. That's why we got you here, innit? <laughs> reasons. You told me you had a prophetic word, you know, bro. Prophetic word. <laughs> we haven't even we, we haven't even been introduced Peter yet. And you guys I'm, I'm really telling you, preacher man <laughs> Pete is in the building. Preacher man Pete, <laughs> what's happening, Pete? All good, all good. Thank you guys for having me. Um, yeah, glad to be here. It's always good having you in the episode, mm. even though you're in mm. every episode, even though most people can't see you. Indeed. Indeed. For those that don't know, that was a shameless plug for Pete, the podcast editor. If you need a podcast editor, he's your go-to. Check yeah. it out. You'll sprinkle that magic like salt, babe. I appreciate, I appreciate that on the last episode as well. That, that definitely made me smile. Oh, nice. For sure, for sure. So, it's a new year, at least at the time the people are listening to this. And last episode we spoke about like reflections on the previous year and this episode as is our custom nowadays is goal setting for the new year so brothers let me in fact before we even get into any specifics on that what has been your experience with goal setting each of you like is it something that you do is it something you do regularly? Like, what does it look like in your world if it does look like anything? Peter? <laughs> I was hoping I wouldn't be first. Trying to make Save, saving you the edits. <laughs> <laughs> um, previously, I think, I think on one of these, like one of, one of the episodes like this, coming to talk to you guys, I've noted that I haven't been, um, particularly intentional with goal setting um in the past it's sort of been um yeah it's sort of been just take it as it comes and um i haven't sort of set things you know set like a a a specific goal for myself and say you know by the end of the year i want to be controlling a million (laughs) (laughs) he said for him fired (laughs) There's no shots, shots fired here, bro. I said no it with my chest fired. in the episode, no and I'll say it again. It's just, it's Wait till you hear this episode. It's just acknowledgement. Wait till you hear what I got for 2023. It's, it's acknowledgement, and, it, and it's saying that it's saying that to say, you know, um, it's stuff like that. And I think I said on that episode as well that it's stuff like that, and it's hearing people like yourself discuss it. It's seeing you guys achieve it that puts me in a state of wanting to do that. Um, so I, I haven't, I haven't particularly set. Um, I haven't got any sort of goals per se yet, um, but it's definitely something that I am. I'm, I'm going to be looking at doing this year. Well, next year, yeah, this year, yeah, and and sort of actually planning and having certain milestones that I want to I want to reach. Yeah, definitely something I'm going to be doing. But I haven't done in the past. Also, yeah. okay, man, like a bizzle. Uh, I think I touched on this last episode. Where, um, with setting goals, I usually do that um, yearly. However, I realised this year, just gone that 
the goals that the stuff I just leave to God and allow him to lead I usually end up doing that and more and how when I try and do goal setting my own way sometimes it just doesn't it just doesn't work out I'm still able to get things done but I've realized the difference when I rely on God to give me the strategy in terms of how I go about completing those goals so yeah I, and I, I'd seen that that'd been a pattern over the years but I only realized it properly this year when I actually said all right cool let me just let me trust God and let me rely on God to give me the strategy and how I go about these goals and doors were just opening do you get what I'm saying I was able to do more than I expected uh, and with the ones that I tried to do it my own way and you know I've figured out how I'm gonna do it just just didn't happen okay yeah T I know what you're on but for the sake of your business <laughs> do you know what so <laughs> so I think on Friday or something no it wasn't Friday I was, I was at home a couple of days ago and I came across a notebook Mm. And in this notebook, there was a year where I was doing monthly goals, right? At first day of every month, I'd write them in the notebook. Next month, check it back, do all that stuff. Mm. And I was also capturing stuff like, you know, on this day, this happened. And it was so good for me to see, like, be able to just look mm. back through the book and just see, like, okay, what happened with my goals? But for the last probably 18 months, I've not been doing the monthly goals. I've had my mm. year goals but I haven't been consistently checking in. And what I, what I do is I split it into like, you know, health, wealth, faith, whatever. There's like I think four yeah. or five categories that I go I through. five pillars. Five pillars. <laughs> you know that, bro. You know that, bro. You know that, bro. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I think next year, well, this year, I'm going to go back to monthly, um, monthly check-ins with my goals. And I'm also going to go back mm. to writing things down kind of as they happen. Because some of the stuff that I wrote down in that thing, I had forgotten it had happened. And I read it and I said, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, this happened, that happened, we did this. It was it was mm. really, really good. Yeah. Um, so every year I buy these notebooks. And this year I'm actually, one of my one of my things that I want to do this year is write things down a lot more. I'm in journal a lot more, even if it's just 10, 15 minutes here and there, just mm. to get stuff down. Because it doesn't take that long. Yeah. But looking back, you know, a year, two years later, five, ten, it's actually really cool. Yeah. I'd love to know those the the pillars or how you how you divvy up the goals. So it was like faith, health, <laughs> wealth, yep, mm. faith. I think one of them was like career, and there's one like relationships. Well, like career, like you know whatever it is that you're trying to do. So yeah. mine weren't necessarily that just be based on my career. Country. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay. And then relationships is one of them as well. Mm. Did I miss I'm literally anyone? taking notes. I'm literally taking notes. <laughs> Just so you all know. Mm. I'll send you a link, um, and maybe appreciate we can put it in the put it in the thing. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate. That. I'll appreciate that. Cool. Hey. What about you, Arnold? Oh, I believe in goal setting, a hundred percent. I believe in goal setting. I believe in goal setting, like. Because this is the thing with me and goal setting, right? When I think about what it is that holds people back, myself included in the past, from setting goals and setting big goals as well, is fear of failure and fear of the opinions of others when you don't miss, when you don't hit and stuff like that. Mm. But uh, that's, at least, that's at least one reason anyway. Um, 
disappointment, previous failures, all of that kind of stuff, the stuff that just feeds into why um, there might be a reluctance to set goals. But for me, when I look back over even just like the last 10 years, goal setting has been a big thing for me because like I heard an example where a guy was speaking about, you know, if you've got a ship and you put it out on the sea and you don't put anybody in it and you don't give it a destination, where's it going to end up? Like, who knows? It may end up at another island somewhere, but you, you never know if it was supposed to arrive where it arrived or not or what's going to happen or if it's going to move anywhere at all. Um, versus if you put a crew on the ship mm. and you set a destination, like, you can effectively measure whether they've hit their targeted destination mm. or not based mm. on what they've expressed. And mm. for me... I think goal setting is extremely important. Like it's, it's an important part of my life. And I think it's extremely important to me as someone who is constantly trying to progress, right? Because mm. I don't want to be going through the motions for five, 10, 15, 20, the whole of my life, like not able to actually assess, have I actually moved forward? Are there areas that I need to improve on? What worked out like? And I think that's something that goal setting and goal setting coupled with reviewing yeah, does for me yeah. um and again even when it comes to goals as well like you already know i set big goals and i don't set them not expecting to i set them expecting to hit and mm. if i don't hit i will hit <laughs> <laughs> like except there be a divine intervention that would prevent me otherwise which i'm not saying that i'm excluded from but so far as it's in my hands to do so you say 99% like accuracy, goals, yeah? <laughs> setting big goals and, you know, track record, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> What's the accuracy, bro? What's the accuracy? 99%, yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. you got to check with the most high. <laughs> <laughs> that you means go only God that can judge me. Only God <laughs> can judge me. <laughs> but I think I've had a high hit rate in my life in general. Because yeah, yeah. um, I think this is the thing, right? Even when I set goals... I tend to find that I always, whether I hit, come close, come short or not, mm. I always get more than I bargained for. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, how high do you think your hit rate has to be, actually? Because for me, it's like people see it as either like you don't set goals or you're meant to yeah. set goals and hit them 100%. But actually, like, yeah. how high of a hit rate do you really need? Like in basketball... Like the best shooter in the world shoots like 45, 50%. In mm. baseball, the hit rate is something like 0.33 or whatever, or 33%. So like, yeah. actually, how how high of a hit rate do you actually need to be better off than if you didn't have goals? For sure. Because I think success is in the progress, like yeah, period. And I think 100. even there's a, a saying from one book I've listened to more times, but it speaks about, it's Earl Nightingale, I believe, and he speaks about how success is the progressive realisation of a worthy ideal. And, like, if I'm a step closer today than I was yesterday, that's success. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm continuously progressing, whatever the timescale is, that is success, right? Mm. Because mm. as humans, we set timeframes and all of that kind of stuff, and sometimes we blow our timeframes out of the water. Yeah. Other times, we don't. We don't. But mm. if if we're on that journey of progressively mm. realizing that ideal that we've set out to hit, mm. then bro, 
we're on our way. And this is the thing, you can yeah. only measure that if you've actually set a goal, a set a target. 100%. Right? Because with no target, there's no way to measure. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, also, um, Tolu spoke about reviewing um, before and journaling, and I think that was really good because um, in our conversations, Arnold, there was a few things that we were looking at this year and we're like, okay, this might have not happened the way we would have expected it to happen. But however, like yeah. these are the lessons learned. So mm. when I'm you review rich. it, you realize I'm not far I'm off. Thinking fact, rich from this. In year. fact, yeah, that. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Hundred percent. That's what I'm gonna get to. You, when you review it, you look at it and you think, okay, I'm about to knock these targets, these goals next year out the park. Like, yeah. you know, you realize yeah. it, but it's because you've reviewed what's going on. You haven't just looked 100%. at it and thought, okay, I haven't achieved what I wanted, but you realize, okay, I've learned this in the process, and now if I can apply this. Do you know this is what I'm gonna to get to, and then you realize, like, for me this year, I'm I'm really near to those goals, and then I've kind of mm. learned, okay, this is what I need to improve for next year. Mm. Do you know, so I wasn't far off from from the goals that I didn't um, get done. So it's not it's not it's not a failure in a sense. Do you get what I'm saying? And and I think that's that's what's really important is that how do you actually define failure? Because if it's mm. just a case of did I meet my target or did I not, then yeah, okay, it's a failure. But if it's a case of, okay, what have I gained from yeah. this whole process? Because it's not just about the final destination. Because you see so many people who their failures are what take them to their success. There are people who are like, yeah. I want to fail at doing this thing because mm. the faster I fail, the yep. faster I understand what doesn't work. Now I know yeah. what does work. And now my success is going to be huge. And, and that's the upward thing. curve as well. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, you spoke about the Jacob. I don't know if it's the mm -hmm, same mm -hmm. thing, but it's like, if you're failing, 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 then you hit. Mm. It's like after mm. all of those failures, there's mm. such an upshoot. Mm. Like Edison yeah. in the light bulb. Mm. It's the same thing, right? Multiple yeah. failures, mm. which eventually were part of the recipe that led to the success. And I think, can, yeah, can go I on, ask Peter. a question? Go, go, go. I, I yeah. was going to ask. So there's a concept um, Miyamoto Masashi writes about in his book, um, Book of Five Rings, called Letting Go the Hilt. Um, and it's where, when you are when you're attempting a strike and it's not working, at some point you need to understand it's not working and adopt a different mm. strategy. Mm. Where would you guys say that line is? If if you know when you're talking about failure, yeah. at what point is it? No, keep failing and then you go. And at what point yeah. is it? I need to let go of the hilt. I need to change ah. strategy. But you see, I, I need to change the goal. But I think that's different, work. bro. I think that's okay. different because. I feel like with each failure, you let go of the hill. So it, there's a difference okay. between changing your strategy and changing mm. what you're going for, right? right. So if I want to say like, mm. for example, let's say I want to be a karate champion. Yeah. Mm. There might be a point where I have to say, look, no matter what I do, I'm not going to be a karate champion. So I should go do something else. Mm. But in each time I lose, I can also adjust how I fight and how I do this and how I do that to get closer to my goal. So with, you know, let's say I set a goal to control a million, right? Like I can fail at that lots and lots of times, but still in the end make Man's on the track something would, isn't it? <laughs> it's all love, bro. It's all love, bro. That ain't mad. <laughs> I told you I'm rich. Stinking rich. <laughs> I think because when Arnold was talking about the J curve or the upward curve, what you see with lots of people is that after a few failures, they quit the whole thing. Mm. Right? They don't actually keep going to get to yeah. that point of success. And I think there yeah. is a very big distinction between knowing like, am I going in the right direction? And if I'm going in the right direction, then absolutely each loss, I let go of the hill and I try and figure out what strategy 
Because that's what you said. What strategy yeah, do you need? Yeah, doing the strategy. So the goal is still the same, but the strategy to get there might be different, right? But there are some times when you have to look at the goal and say, yeah. look, like I've been trying to get into the NBA for 20 years now, yeah? It's, it's, it's not going to happen, yeah? Mm. I need to say, okay, is playing in the NBA still my goal? Or do I actually now want to coach? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do something else? Or do I want to do something totally different? Yeah. And I think you have to assess both in the long term. When, when do you get there is the question. How do you know if it's just a matter of I need to just switch strategy, learn my lessons and then do something else to get to where I'm going? Or I mm. need to look at, am I actually going where I need to go? You know, where, where, how do you make that decision? When you say I'm actually going where I need to go, what do you mean? So it, it, in terms of like, for instance, the example of playing basketball in the NBA, yeah. you know, it's maybe I fail this trial, I fail that trial, my yeah. shooting, my shooting accuracy needs to go up. So I train that next time I go, my handles need to go up. So I have very limited basketball terminology. So forgive me. You're doing great, bro. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> At what point is it? I need to improve upon something else to get me to the NBA or I need to look at, do I actually even need to go to the NBA? And, and I think, yeah, go on. I was going to say, I think for me, if I'm committed to go to the NBA, mm. right? And that is something that I'm saying, like, I want to bet my soul on. This is something I'm going for. Sorry, do then, you say your soul or your salt? My salt, brother. I won't bet my soul on nothing. Okay, my that's why I'm checking, bro, because it sounded like you said soul. S-A-L-T, table salt. Pink, Himalayan salt. Totally with the blasphemy check. But for me, if I am, if I'm committed to go to the NBA, like, it's about the commitment level, right? Yeah. Because, like, if I'm, I, for me, it's one of those ones where I think we can have knockbacks and stuff like that externally, which may prevent us from achieving the goal that we've set out to achieve. But for me, it's like if if I'm if this is something I'm deadly serious about and I'm highly mm. committed to, mm. yeah. then come hell and high, whole high water, unless again there's a divine intervention or some divine word that steers me otherwise, let me go for this goal. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's and, and I think it comes down to choice for me because it might be that I get somewhere down the line and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to lay down the NBA because there's something else which I want to pursue more than the NBA in its stead. Mm. It's a choice. And I don't think there's anyone that's going to condemn me or knock me back for making that decision. We're free to choose, right? Mm. But ultimately for me, it's like, I would, if I'm committed to something, I'm more inclined to resist letting the circumstances externally to define whether I keep going for it or not because this is the other thing like the whole thing about progressively realizing a worthy ideal it's like you might not make the tryouts this year or you might not make the cut this year but like Tolly was speaking about on the flip side what did you gain this year how did you improve how has your like skill gone up how are you what's your shooting percentage like compared to last year if obviously after 10 20 years you're declining rather than progressing then it's time to kind of review whether there's something that you might need to alter in it in my opinion but um i but yeah i, I think, think as well like the nba is not like most goals right like mm. the nba first is like time bound it's phys like there are certain things where like if you're four foot tall you're probably not going to make the nba but like most of the stuff that we're really going to do right in terms of the goals we're going to set 
there's no real reason why actually you can't achieve those goals if you really put your mind to it if you really are consistent if that is a god-given dream for you like there's no reason it can't come to pass mm. yeah. p can i put you on the spot oh no <laughs> <laughs> go through bro go through i ask because i plan to put you on the spot anyway <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean there was no there was no there's no answer to that you're the editor then, you yeah. can you're the editor you can cut this all out if you don't like it but was there a particular goal or set of goals that you had in mind when you said that question? Not necessarily. It was more so sort of um, uh, just just thinking through. Because I've written a bunch of questions down here to, to ask. Um, but it's like, it, it's more, I guess, just thinking through what a potential, um, you know, what, what the potential situations could be. You know, how many times should I fail before, you know, deciding... I need to just keep going or I need to change the goal sort of thing and actually even totally talking about that it, it reminds me of it wasn't a goal per se I wanted to be a um, an Air Force pilot mm-hmm. I, I say it wasn't a goal because I hadn't planned it I hadn't said I'm going to be an Air Force pilot and this is what I want to do this is what I want to do so it was just I want to be an Air Force pilot and so studying aerospace engineering and I joined the Territorial Army um, and I was going to go through that route to then go to the RAF. Um, but it was a matter of, by the time I had left uni, I was too old to go in. And so I had sort of a um, a natural uh, sort of time limit, at which point I, I would have to either, well, at which point I can't anymore, if that makes sense. And so it was like, from year one to year four that I had that time limit if after each year I was to just say you know I've got I've almost got an an automatic well you need to change the goal when you Mm -hmm. hit year four because you can't go anymore you know sort of thing Mm. and I was like if that wasn't the situation when would I know to change I'm obviously not an Air Force pilot but yeah those sort of things like that that I was thinking thinking about and I think even like with the Air Force pilot, it's like, what is it about being an Air Force pilot that you like, that you mm. wanted? Top Gun. Because Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> being honest, man. <laughs> but what is it, for example, what is it about Top Gun that you liked? Like, what what was the actual, like, the whole thing is cool, but what, what specifically did you like? Oh, I mean, without sounding shallow, it was the aviators, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. It was also it was also it was also the mechanics of fast uh, fast aircraft. Mm. I've always been fascinated by aircraft. Um, mm. I know it was the mechanics of like a like a like a, a Raptor or an F twenty two. You know the, the mm. kind of aircraft that I was really really interested in. Um, so that that's really what I wanted to why I wanted to fly fast planes. Because mm. I think if you want to fast fly fast planes, the Air Force isn't the only place to do that. And that's where I think that like yes you couldn't meet that specific thing of being an air force pilot but there are still ways that you could actually get exactly fly fast planes five plus planes and you don't get shot at in dogfights come on like so that's where it's kind of like how do you look at your goals and do you Mm. really understand what it is that you want from your goals good Mm. good Mm. question Mm. and on a scale of zero to a hundred how committed would you say that you were to that goal? Yeah. 
and that's why I wouldn't even class it as a goal. I don't think I'd done any sort of intentional, you know, mm. commitment to it. Like, and, mm. and I say that thinking what it would mean to be committed to a goal is saying, I want to manage a million pounds by the end of the year. And this is what I'm going to do to, to do that. I'm investing in this and I'm going to invest in that. And there's a, a plan, you know, it's not just a dream. It's a dream with specific steps to achieve that dream. You know, it's, mm. it's, that's, that's where you're committed. Now I, I wasn't committed mm. in that same, in that same way. So I'll say this just to kind of add to that point and maybe elaborate a bit more. Mm. I personally set goals where when I set them, I don't have a clue how I'm going to achieve them. Yeah. That's what I try yeah. to do now. Mm. Interesting. And not as in like I'm punching in the wind no, really. and I have like, I'm, but like to the point where the example of last year, I want to control a million. I had a few ideas in my head. Mm-hmm. but I didn't have a roadmap to say this is definitely yeah. how I'm going to do it okay. because for me figuring out the roadmap is what yeah. comes after I've made the goal right I, I think it's oh. it's good to set goals that mean you have to learn new things to achieve them that's what I like about the way you set goals because yeah, yeah you don't know how to do it but in the learning of how to do that you become a whole different person 100% because otherwise if I set goals where I have the roadmap clear and cut Mm. then cool I could I could have said for example I want to control 100k mm. and mm. then if that happened by the end of the year then I could turn around and then say yeah I've, I've hit the goal but mm. then have I really moved forward if I already <laughs> had the roadmap and it was something that I already knew how to do and had done before mm. do you get what I'm saying so mm. so that's the reason why for me in terms of the kinds of goals that I tried to set I try to set the kind of goals that I have no idea for sure what the roadmap even is at the mm. point when I'm making the goal. But mm-hmm. after that, I don't just set the goal and then sit in my room, pray and hope it works mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I get busy because mm-hmm. I know that this is now my goal. Mm. I need to figure out what it is that I need to learn. What do I need yeah. to go? Where do I need to go? What do I need to become? What do I need to focus on? What are the steps that I can take that I do know? Cause sometimes mm. I might know the first two steps, mm but I don't know what step three to a hundred is at the time. And I won't know until I've taken step one and two. And that's how generally my life tends to play out is that I don't have a clue what the four steps are. And somewhere down the line, maybe I figure out what step one and step two is and I develop and grow in that. And then that then creates the path that leads to step three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Can, can I can I ask a question and forgive me I don't mean to derail uh, the podcast yeah, go um, for it. but literally one of the questions I, I wrote was how do you pick what goals you want to achieve like it's literally here I can show it to you um, <laughs> 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 because mm. that is in essence the antithesis of how I pick goal or how I yeah. think about picking goals it's more so for instance with the aircraft thing yeah it, it was I saw a DC-10. That was the first aircraft I saw. That was the aircraft that um, Ghana Airways used to use, or British Airways used to use to fly to Ghana. And I saw it, and I was like fascinated, and I've loved aircraft since. Um, and it was just, I love aircraft. I liked SWAT cats. I don't know if you guys know SWAT cats. No, no. Showing my age. It was a cartoon about cats that flew a fighter jet. Um, <laughs> I liked Top Gun and so it was like there were things I liked around aircraft and I sort of saw them culminate in being an Air Force pilot 
right? And that was sort of how I picked a goal um, or how I picked something I wanted to do and would work towards it slowly. But then it's like, if I'm thinking about goals I'm picking like from this conversation stuff, I'm always thinking, can I, I'd want to pick something I know how to get to, right? Why? So how do you, sorry? Why? Well, no, that's the, I guess that's the, that's part of the question I'm asking because that's just how I've been thinking about it. And I hear you because... I hear you because I, I used to think similar and to be fair mm. the goals I had last year they weren't stuff I could get to but that wasn't by choice I just couldn't get to them like <laughs> I knew this is what I wanted to do and I had no roadmap but I didn't intend to have no roadmap <laughs> so my wasn't like Arnold's where he deliberately made that decision didn't it? I just didn't know how to get there but I just knew okay this is what I want to do you know what I mean so I just kind of I just go off that like what do I want to do pray about it and if I know that's what I want to do then I go for it sometimes I do have the roadmap and do you know what I mean but a lot of the times I don't do you know I, I think it's important that everybody is also different yeah. right mm-hmm. and you need to find what works well for you mm-hmm. so look back over the times where actually you've set a goal you've done it and what was different about that and I think to be honest one of the things that is going to be really different is it comes back to Pete what you said about commitment because Arnold, what happens with you is once you've set the goal, you commit to it and you commit yeah, to figuring it, it out. Mm. And that consistent mm. commitment gets you to your goal. So it almost in some ways like, I know this sounds silly, but it doesn't really matter how you get to your goal. What matters yeah. is like, are you committed to it? Yeah, yeah. And that, are you going to put in yeah. the consistency? Mm. That's the key thing I've seen from Arnold, think... to be honest, yeah. He's very committed. He's the commitment. Once Arnold is in, like, huh. Yeah, he's in. <laughs> He's, he's in like yo <laughs> I hear him say he's going to do something I'm like yeah it's getting done and you know what Tolu yeah if I don't hear from him he's giving me a call like he's on, he's about starting it or he's in the middle of it or he's done like <laughs> over the years that's how I'm grows sometimes he's told me an idea and he hasn't even said he's going to do it I've been thinking about this I'll speak to him later oh yeah I'm working on it I'm like bro this was just an idea when you told me about it but, and bro, yeah, the, the thing is, yeah, is I signed up to one of Arnold's email things, yeah? And the amount yeah. of emails I got, I said, bruv, Arnold must have sat down for days to write these emails, mm. for days to make this sequence happen. That, and that for yeah. me is like, he's committed. You know in yeah. Liam Neeson? Mm. He's like, I have yeah, a very yeah. specific set of skills. <laughs> and he's just like, and I will find <laughs> you. And That's I will Arnold. kill you. That's Arnold. That's Arnold. That is, that is Arnold, Arnold to a team. That is Arnold to a team. I agree, bro. I agree. He is committed. He is committed. committed. Is it a stitch? <laughs> <laughs> I think what I was going to say to answer your question, Peter, is on the commitment thing for me, it's just, or even how do I set, how do you set goals? I think it's just, what do you want? Like, yeah. where do you want yeah. to go? Because I think it's one of those ones where I, I don't know. I don't know how much time people generally spend thinking about where they want to be in the future. Mm. I, I genuinely don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't ever thought mm-hmm. about that or like surveyed it kind yeah. of thing. But that's something that I try to spend a lot of time on. Yeah. Um, thinking about where is it that I want to see myself in five years time in a year's time like yeah. whatever the time period is i'm constantly thinking about where is it that i want to level up to and that can be across various fields right whether it's the 
financial field, business, fitness, whatever it is, it's what do you want? And I think generally speaking, I also try not to set too many goals at the same time as well, because I, because of that commitment factor, I don't want to dilute my focus. Mm, yeah. So, what's a like, healthy number? I think honestly, it depends on you. Yeah, I, I think for me personally, if you're talking about like a year, I try not to set up for maybe more than three. Mm, right. And they and and that's if that as well, up to three big if that. I would say, generally speaking. Mm. I think it also depends on how big your goals are right yeah and are you talking about like this is like real big picture thinking goals like the one that you said last year that's like big picture thinking if you have three of those your plate is very full yeah i think it depends though bro because because i think it depends because i think you can have three big pick big goals like that but what's required in terms of the inputs for each of those things can vary right because yeah. Last year, for example, that wasn't mm. my only goal. I had other goals as well, right? Yeah. That was just yeah. the one that I shared on the podcast. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But, but for example, I've heard people say three to five goals, right? And that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, it depends on your capacity. It depends mm. on how big yeah. your goals are. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that goal that you set, bruv, if you have three of those goals, that's a, bit, that's a, good, that's a good full year. Do you see what I mean? But yeah. And say, yeah, go on. I'll let you finish first, sorry. I was, like, some of the goals that I set... I could probably yeah. have two of those to your one big goal. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it depends yeah. on how big are you thinking. Mm. And and I think that capacity, capacity thing yeah. is important because mm. even with me, for example, capacity and experience, because for me, like this isn't the, that wasn't the first time I've set out on a big goal like that. Mm. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, and, and I've also got a history of goal setting like regularly as well and executing following on from what Mm. my goals are kind of thing so i think if if it's someone that's just setting out for the first time Mm. to 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 work on goal setting then maybe don't have too many maybe just start with the one Mm. you know what i mean Mm. and then see how that goes because it then also builds momentum because i think the other thing is like there's the internal conversation where if i know I have a track record of experiences where I've said I'm going to do and I've hit. I've said I'm going to do and mm. I've hit. Mm. When I now say that I'm going to do, I can say it with my chest and with confidence, mm. right? But if I have no history whatsoever and this is the first time I'm setting out to achieve a goal, I'm going to have to wrestle with all sorts of things to build up my own confidence, self-doubt, um, mm. fear of what other people might yeah. say. All of these different things which somebody who's maybe been doing this for 5, 10 years has already gone through and shaken off and developed certain muscles in Mm. like you have to go through the learning process yourself and everyone's learning process looks different Mm. and i think sorry just to go back to what arnold said about um picking your goals part of it is what do i want and why do i want it Mm. because i think when you understand the why it helps Mm. with your commitment yeah. Because mm. if I say, you know, I have this goal and I don't really know why I want it, I just kind of think it's cool. Then yeah. when I have to do all those everyday steps <laughs> yeah, that aren't real. necessarily the most glamorous, I'm like, why am I even doing this? Because they won't be. Like we And we spoke about that last episode as well. Yeah. There's always a cross. Like mm. whatever your commitment is, whatever mm. your goal is, so there's going to be gruel and hustle and frustration like, that comes and you're gonna along with it. you got to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Yeah. You're going to ask mm. yourself, yeah. 
And when you ask yourself, when you're going through it, why am I yeah. doing this? You don't want your answer to be because I saw Tom, Dick and Harry doing it on yeah, Instagram and it looked nice. <laughs> that's not going to keep you. Yeah. Like, so that why thing is really important because it's what yeah. will give you the staying power through the difficulty that Tony was mentioning. I was going to say, um, someone gave me this advice. Didn't it? This guy, he does so much, um, older guy. And I, and I said, how do you do like, How do you do all these things? Because the stuff he's been able to accomplish, I'm just confused as to how he's done it. And he, just, he says to me, all I ask myself is, do I want to do this? Once mm. I get an answer to that, the rest will figure it out. Mm. That that shaped a lot for me. And that's where my goals has come from. Like, what do I want? Mm. Once I can get that answer, then yeah, I figure the rest out that like, we're good. But I just mm. answer, what do I want? And do I want to do this? And, then, yeah. and I, think- I heard, uh, oh, go, oh, go ahead, bro, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, I heard this woman say, like, everything is figureoutable. Like, mm. there's not really much in this world that, like, by one way or another, you can't figure out. Whether it's you figure out the right person to connect you to it, you figure out mm. how you learn. Like, everything is figureoutable. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I hear you, man. It's true. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say... I think the other thing is as well I think we often have such a low view of our capabilities and our potential and for me a lot of my goal setting comes from the place of like my whole life's goal my big life goal is to be the Arnold in his fullest version reflecting the image that I was created to reflect like what does Arnold absent of all of the nonsense and junk look like reflecting his image fully do you get what I'm saying that's my life's goal and for me it's a high goal because what I'm striving for is perfection Mm. like across the board and so that keeps me constantly on this almost like pursuit and chase and drive down this path of trying to progressively improve and reach that point right but I think that comes from a place of genuinely believing that we have humongous potential within us that mm. we were made with mm. right and I, and that's what I believe like I'm the guy I told you I believe I can fly no R. Kelly like <laughs> I just ain't figured it out yet and if I gotta get on a plane to do it then I've done it but mm. like I think yeah. we just have so much potential and I think you know like when you actually like something that I found very helpful for me is looking at a bunch of people through history who have achieved phenomenal things at different times the Wright brothers mm. like mm. Edison all these different things which at some point in time before they did it it was crazy Mm. right and mm. and a lot of these people again not all of them but a lot of them aren't even people that profess to be believers yeah. a bunch mm. of them are though but like and and that's something that always fascinates me because it really makes me think these are people who have tapped into some of the the realities that the creator left us with and the abilities to reach without even mm-hmm. necessarily pleading allegiance and, he, and that's just the reality of it like Steve Jobs mm. I never heard him once confess do you know what I mean in his time on earth thing, I think, do you know what I mean but yeah. mm. like 
I'm not going to look through some some foggy lenses and say, oh, well, because he wasn't a Christian, what he did didn't matter. Of course it mattered. Mm. I'm spot- like, I'm paying into his family fund till this day, like mm. yearly, like not yearly, mm. but mm. regularly. I have multiple <laughs> devices that I have bought. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And And I think by looking at like just different people like that through history, yeah. it even helps me to expand the level at which I set my goals because... Mm those crazy goals were only crazy until they happened mm. and now it's like an everyday thing mm. what stops us from having like those dreams and visions of you know things that seem impossible and and that we can and having those visions and dreams of achieving those things what stops us though i think you know, when we said about, do we really spend time even thinking about what we want our lives to look like? Mm. I feel like you really have to make time for that. You really have to make mm. the space for that. And I don't think, I don't think as a society, we generally do that. And I think, mm. is it really even in our consciousness to really do that? Mm. Yeah. Is it something we're aware of? Is it something that you know you should be doing? Because I don't think most people would even, would even know that or even think about that. Mm. you're right and I think also it's like um, I think what you're saying sometimes is we we let the voices of other people in it and also what Come we on. think of ourselves because mm. I, was, I was speaking to a colleague and you know what obviously hopefully this don't get to my line manager because the last two people I've spoken to <laughs> they, they've taken my advice and left like they complained to me and I'm like, like I'm not getting paid enough and I'm like just look for 100%. another job this yeah. episode and they both did it and left and got more money <laughs> <laughs> so then someone else comes to speak to me at work and she tells me what she's mm. doing and the stuff she's doing yeah people get paid some serious money for doing it on their own so mm. then it's like wait you're doing this to get this salary at work like, why <laughs> and I'm giving them the roadmap of how they can do it and yeah. she's just looking at me and she's like yeah but I don't know if it'll work I'm, you're doing it like, I'm not <laughs> telling you to do a skill you haven't got. Yeah, mm, I'm just saying, if you do this on your own, this is how much yeah. they're paying for this. But bro, on your I own is scary though. Bro, on your this own is, is scary. You've got to set up your own company. You've got to be responsible. Mm. What if you can't do it? What if this happens? What if what if you've got to pay yeah. a bill you didn't expect? Like, it's not, it's not everybody wants all of the extra problems you have to solve for the extra money. Yeah. And right. that's where I think we take life too seriously, man. <laughs> like honestly i like i honestly think we take life yeah. too seriously because for sure like on that whole point about like caring about what like, we really do care a lot about what other people think and they're gonna yeah. say so much so that it can actually stop you from making decisions yeah, that sure. can take you so much further ahead because oh well, okay oh he's gone and done it again it didn't work out ha 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 mm. okay then what? <laughs> Bro, do you know what i mean it, it's like, so true it is like, so true what then what <laughs> Bro, I had to have some conversations yeah. with my wife this week, yeah. That basically she was like, Well, what if someone says this? I'm gonna go, Yeah, I did it. And what? Like, I did it. Yes, I did that and I'll do That's it again. Right. That's like, right. What? What's your problem? Yeah, I did it. Like, and what? It's, it's, it's like there's so much focus on trying to protect some sort of an image mm. of you rather than just owning stuff for what it is. Mm. Mm. Like, yeah. cool. If, if you flopped, cool, you flopped. But it mm. doesn't mean you can't win tomorrow. 
That, mm, does, so that doesn't mean you can't win today. That doesn't mean that you're not steps further ahead than you once were. Do you know what I mean? Mm, and yeah, I think yeah. when we get so caught up in trying to protect that image, it mm. like it just le- it's, the scripture yeah. speaks about it. The fear of man yeah. brings a snare. It's like it does mm. not take us anywhere good. It just takes mm. us downwards. Mm. You're right, you know. And sometimes as well, like you know, when things don't work out, like sometimes you need to just hear that. Like I remember, like obviously I was doing things a certain way, but then um, how would I say? Like I was I wasn't as committed as I thought I was. Mm. So like when people were saying things, yeah, like I needed to really listen to it. But I'm just there like, oh, these people are trying to discourage me. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> and I remember one time I was talking to my older sister. When I was saying, I got cooked. Cooked. <laughs> like, finished. And something just kept saying to me. It was, it was the Holy Spirit. Take the emotion out of it and just listen. Yeah. So I'm just listening to her. She's just cooking me. Yeah. And I just realized, yeah, the, the issue's me. I'm not as committed as mm. I think I am. Mm. So I can't blame her for not believing, because <laughs> mm. mm. I'm not delivering. I'm mm. not committed, mm. bro. bro so it, it really did so take real. that to get me back mm. on point. Do you know? Mm. And I, I had this conversation with mm. her a couple of days, just, and we're talking about the steps I've made since that conversation happened, like a couple of years ago. And so it, sometimes you need that. Mm. Do you know? And we're afraid for that very thing in it, like oh, if this fails, but. Maybe when it does feel that person might tell you something you need to hear. You know, there's that side of things. Bro, I think what you said about not committed, not as committed as you think you are. I think that Mm. is a lot of the population because everyone will tell you, I work hard. I put in work. Mm. Do you know what putting in work means? Mm. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't until I I studied abroad. (laughs) I studied studied at, at D1 college and I tried out for the basketball team. And it wasn't until I did that tryout that I understood that my whole life I have not been working hard at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> in one in one hour or something, I realized like there are levels to hard work, and I was Bro. not even close to working hard. And you realize a lot of these quotes they say are not true. Pick something you love <laughs> and you never work a day in your life. Guess what? I'm doing stuff I love and I work. It, it feels like work. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I don't know what these guys are doing. <laughs> hundred percent and and that's why like choosing goals that are based on what you really want with mm. the right motives is so important because mm. you're gonna have to do the work anyway whatever your goal is yeah there's yeah. always like we cannot escape mm. it work is you always can't. there instagram yeah. lied youtube ads lied there's work you have to yeah. work okay and mm. so if you're gonna work you mm. want to make sure that the work that you're having to do is something that you know internally is justified for what you're mm. trying to achieve because you mm. genuinely are committed to the outcome you're trying to get to. Otherwise, mm. it's a waste of time. It's a waste. And, and I've done that in the past where I've set goals that were half committed, quarter committed, hardly mm. committed, mm. right? And then when it gets to the those those tough moments and stuff like that as well, or the, it doesn't take much to break me from my commitment yeah. because I'm not committed with the right focus that- or with the right... Bro, I don't have the right level of commitment. You're getting onto something here. Um, I'm waiting to bro, be broken. Bro, when you're locked in, yeah, ain't nothing pushing you away from it. That, that's the reality, bro. Like, you know when you really committed to something 100%. and you've worked hard, yeah? yeah. No one's taking it I from you and nothing's I running you from it. I don't need nobody. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> no one needs yeah. it. You got this because like, you're committed. I... I don't need an accountability partner. I don't need yeah, someone to check 100%. in with me every few days to see if I'm... No, if I'm committed, I'm committed, right? This is it. 
yeah. come hell or high water. And it doesn't yeah. it doesn't mean that accountability partner and all of those things aren't beneficial and cannot work and mm. can't be good. I think they're great, right? Yeah. But it's like my commitment cannot be based on oh because I have an accountability partner yes. now it means uh, that I'm going to do it because mm. that will never work. Do, for do me you know anyway. what though? So I heard this thing and it was this coach that she said there is a difference between hard work and competing. And I've never heard mm. this before. She said you can be made to work hard but you can't be made to compete. So I can tell you run that 10 times. Yeah? Mm. And you have to run it and it's hard work but your attitude of how you run it that is competing so when yeah. are you going to fight for it are you going to compete for yeah. it like that is so different and will i run and do that run when you're not there yeah. exactly that's com- like, that's com- <laughs> that's competing that is competition like yeah. who am i tra- am i trying to beat myself from yesterday am i trying yeah, to beat arnold in this thing like am i competing yeah because if we all compete then the level goes up that's you know up, man. there's a difference up. Exactly. You know, There's a difference so between hard work and competing. Arnold, you said a good point in it. It's like, right, when no one's there, am I still doing it? And I was having this conversation mm. with my friend that yesterday and I was saying, when I don't get certain things done or I'm slacking on certain things, I'm not even thinking about, ah, oh, is anyone going to see? I'm vexed because I know I'm I haven't done it. I'm, <laughs> I'm not thinking you. about what anyone else is going to say. <laughs> if I don't get things done, I know I haven't done it. Mm. I, th- just mm. the fact that I know I haven't done it is enough for me. Mm. Is enough. You know, mm. So I think we're about that section of the podcast where we create an opportunity for each one to share one of your goals for the year. I'll go last. Are you going last? <laughs> Shotgun last. You don't, you don't get to decide this. <laughs> I'll go last. <laughs> Are we I think voting? we can let one of the guests decide. <laughs> We should let a guest decide the order. I, I agree with that. So who should decide the order? <laughs> Either one of the guests. There are no decide. guests here, oh, brother. Oh, oh, oh. This we is team. To... There is no, not no. a guest in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, who, who do you think should go first, Peter? I think we go first. Why not? Oh, Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, over to you, bro. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, it is written. It's a bit of a cough up because my my first goal is <laughs> to set some time aside to set goals. Okay. <laughs> you no, me, because legit, legit. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> no, legit in the sense of like I think one thing I'm taking off out of this like you know self-awareness of capacity and experience you know what do you want why do you want it i think these are things that i need to dedicate time to Mm. um i think thus far one of the things that i don't think is a bad thing but one of the things that i think has almost let me skate by without having goals is i've been focused more on like process and yeah. that's good in a mm. sense, but then also bad in another because I've um, I, I've read this somewhere or heard someone. Yeah, I've definitely read this somewhere. We think we rise to the level of our goals, but actually we end mm. up falling to the level of our habits. And so yeah. I've been focused oh. more on habits. Mm. And mm. I've literally got it written up there that when the process becomes a goal, then the goal becomes inevitable. And so I've been focused on process, but then... I haven't given much thought to goals and, and to mm. setting something up that you know. Sorry, so, why do you why do you think they're different? 
what the process and the goals yeah because for example you're so going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah because your goal could be i want to have this habit down by the end of the year that could be your goal and your goal is about a process so for you even with the goal that you've just said now like that's still a process like you want to go through the process of creating regular time to look at your goals and assess and review and all mm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And just to add to that as well, even if your goal wasn't to do with the habits, once you've set a goal, a good follow on, I think from that is what are the habits that I need okay, to instill yeah. in order to achieve this goal? What are mm. the habits that I need mm. to break in order yeah. to achieve this goal? Because there's always going to be a breaking and a building, right? Yeah, mm. I think for for me the the distinction became necessary because you know you go you go through the leadership things and there's like oh mm. set smart goals and it has to be specific, <laughs> yeah, measurable, yeah. achievable, yeah. recorded, whatever. Um, and so it's like a goal is a specific statement, and then you have to figure out how you're going to get there. Um, mm. And that was that was sort of part of the upbringing. And I don't think those things are wrong, but it was important to me to make the distinction. Okay, I want to be able to bench my body weight that's the goal maybe by the end of the year cool mm. my my thing and, and i guess an illustration i can give is i i do very poorly running marathons because you have to think of that mm. long mm. distance like if i look ahead and i see you know i've been running for half of my life and then mm. the finish line is still you know two miles away <laughs> i'm mm. like what's going on yeah. but then how are you I, still in the faith bro well <laughs> so, that's good. so, so my, my thing has been if i'm just looking at my feet and i'm looking at the next step i yeah. know mm. so long as i keep taking the next step i will get there and that's easier for me to do that's been and that's why that distinction came about was mm. if i just know what i need to do to get there then i can forget about even getting there because if i keep mm. on doing what i need to do i will get there if that makes sense I, I think i think it's important to be able to do both so like at my job mm. for example one of the things they expect me to do is have attention to detail so think about the steps in front of me but also have bigger picture thinking and i think it's that thing of knowing how do you make sure that you have okay i'm doing a marathon right but when i'm doing it this is how i get myself to perform how i get myself to because i'm i'm quite different to you i'm like i'm watching that thing go down yeah i'm like okay now i've got two miles now i've got one mile now i've got half i watch it go down so for me that works but for you that might be discouraging or disparaging so you've you've really got to know what works for you but you have to be able to do both you have to and i think that's where and that's why my goal is to do that is because i've I've almost shifted almost to the other end where I'm only mm. thinking process, I'm only thinking habits. And that's mm. left me where I can't define where I want to go, or what I want to be. It's just, okay, I know I need mm. to try and do this every single day. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's my goal is to set time aside to really think through what goals I want to achieve for the year. That's, that's my most immediate goal and to do mm. that, yeah. Can I press you a little bit? Just mm. a tiny bit? Mm. Where do you, where do you want your podcast production business to be this time mm. next year? Hmm. If you could paint the picture, yeah. Yeah. like, don't worry about the what it takes to get there or anything. But if you could paint the ideal picture of where it would be a year from now, and you only got one hit to paint this picture, what would it be? A year from now, I'd want to have maybe ten 
corporate clients. Okay. Okay. Ten corporate clients that you know they're paying that corporate price. Amen. That corporate buddy, buddy. That corporate price. Um, but then, how many you do know, you currently have now? Currently, three. Okay. okay. That's definitely achievable. But. Well, two, two are on hiatus, so that's about 10 because then when people go on hiatus, it's not as noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 10 sort of corporate clients that I know. Um, yeah, yeah. Then give me room to do the other stuff um, and still do my 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 nine to five as well. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I want the podcast production company to be by the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It is written. Right to the oh, it, it shall be done. A <laughs> <laughs> hey, bizzle. Yo, next. Yeah, man. The, the big goal for me next year is I want to buy a house. Well, I'm buying a house actually. Not I want to. I'm, I'm Come on. A house. Amen. Let's go. You know I mean? Let's go. So for the listeners, listen. I ain't got no mad savings stacked up or. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up I'm being transparent so that when I report back you know mm-hmm. you're not able to see you know I'm not able to give you a step by step on how it happened but yeah that's the big goal for me that's what's up bro yeah T money I think this year I want to grow the clothing brand that is my goal for the year: is to grow the clothing brand. To How sell... big do you want it to be? Ooh. You know me; I'm squeezing like it's pimples around here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> squeezing like it's pimples. Wow. Bro. Um, and do you know the thing is? Yeah, I'm not just doing it for the sake of it, but I'm doing it because I know that. Like when, as everyone's saying their goal, I'm thinking about if that was my goal, what would I say to myself? Mm. Yeah. That's why. Mm. How big are you trying to be, bro? Bigger than Versace? <laughs> Not in year, year three or whatever we're in. I think, to be honest, I need to think about it because I can give you a number right now, but it will literally be a number that I've plucked out of anywhere um, would it be a number you'd commit to no <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't Why it really not? wouldn't because because i think i don't know i just need to this one i feel like i need to think about because i need to figure out what like you said what can i actually commit to so like you know last year when we did this i was mm. i was committed to what i said mm. and i don't want to say something because i'm here and I'm excited <laughs> that I can't actually commit to. And then when you so, calm down, you go think about I it. Would say, like, what did I say? You know what I'm saying? Cold sweat. Cold sweat. <laughs> well, if you achieve it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you achieve it. But am I, am I going to put the commitment into achieving that and everything like that? So can I come back to you on the number? Okay. So even without I, a number, I'll, there. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. We can say Peter. No, I, I was not gonna. I was not gonna press Toto. I was gonna say um, <laughs> something from uh, David Goggins' book was how 
one of the things he sees is when people set goals normally it's from the comfort of their bed or their sofa or it's mm. after watching a particularly motivating movie um, mm. and they're high and they're like setting the goal um, mm. but I think it's more I guess more in defense of Tolu is there is a wisdom in being um, much more realistic about things and and, and being much more um, not realistic. I think that's the, that's the rule. Like not on the hype, basically. Yeah, not not yeah yeah, yeah. not on the hype. Because more, more circumspect. Yes, yeah. When when those decisions are made, still ambitious, but just without the added dopamine, you know, from for, watching uh, Eric Thomas hype you up. Yeah, and then be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do twenty million. Okay, I do zero right now. So <laughs> personally, I disagree with that line of thinking. Fair enough. And I'll tell you why I say that as well. Not entirely. I get I get the, the sentiment, but I think it's one of those ones where I, I don't think we've come to this episode with like, this isn't like something we're doing off the cuff kind of thing, right? So I think it's fair if more time is is desired to kind of reflect on it, which is fair um, in that particular area. But I think the part that I was disagreeing with was the whole realistic part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think realistic is what he actually. Yeah, I don't think that was the right word. Yeah, because yeah. it yeah. it should be unrealistic. Yeah. It should be like you know that ten x book that you were talking about. It's like well, pick what you want and ten x it. It's like yeah, what? what? I need like... to tell Peter a hundred clients, but I thought maybe let's not get there yet. Maybe <laughs> next year we'll do we'll talk about that next year. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, because you know what, this is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Are you gonna say something, Peter? Well, I was just gonna say, ten clients isn't necessarily realistic. Not, 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 not that it's unrealistic. It's not that it's unachievable, but it's not what I would have originally gone for. Like mm. that's that's me being ambitious. Stretching. That's me stretching. You know. So it's like, yeah, I, I I I agree with that definitely. I think you could get hundred clients in a year. Corporate as well. Yeah, I think you can get that. And I'm not just talking out of my neck. Like I genuinely yeah, I believe. Do you know what? Do you know what? No, I I, I believe it. I genuinely I believe, believe. I believe it. That if you like, okay, now let's go back because we're Christians and this is a Christian podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. All things are possible to him who believes. Yeah. Mm. Um. What was it that mm. he said? Mm. Well, there's plenty of faith scriptures. My mind is going blank because it's late in the night as we're recording mm. it. But it's like, if belief, faith is where we come from. It's our bloodline, right? Mm. And so. It's not realistic for a blind person to see. It's not realistic for a lame person to walk. It's not realistic for a dead person to be raised back to life. This is where we come from. This is our kingdom, right? And so I know I come at this thing with a bit of like oomph and aggression and stuff, but it's not because I'm trying to like push people or anybody off of a cliff or anything like that. It's more because this is the blood that we were bought by right this is our kingdom this is our nature this is how at un, un, everything removed this is how we would operate mm. right so i, so I, I think, genuinely do believe yeah you could get 100 corporate clients in a year in less i think than a the year, question fact. is because i i don't disagree i think 100 is definitely possible i think are you willing to do the work and the commitment that it takes to not just get a hundred clients, but service a hundred clients. 
And I think that is that is the difference. I don't think it's impossible. I think it's possible. Like I said, all things are possible, but then you've got you've got to be in a space to handle it and to actually like commit to that. Mm. And and I think that's where do you want this? Like, mm. is that what you want? Mm. Because mm. if mm. it is something that you really want, like if you said I want a hundred corporate clients because I know that per client <coughs> this is how much they'll pay, this is how much income it would mean. That is the outcome that I want by the end of the year. Mm. If that's what you really do want, mm. then my friends, you'll get busy with like building out what is necessary to make it something that can function. Because again, on a natural level, you're one person that can only do so much, right? And so you'll know that as I start taking step one, two, and three, at some point, I'm going to have to start mm. building a team. Mm-hmm. because servicing 100 clients is not realistic. It's not possible for one person. Based on the 24-hour cycle that we live in yeah. and the number of hours of sleep that we require every single day, I I don't, I don't know. Maybe your capacity is that you can do it. I don't know how long it takes. Well, but you couldn't do that and your full-time job. clients who are doing... Yeah, exactly. 100 corporate clients who are doing a weekly podcast. Mm. There's not enough hours in a day mm. for one person. Yeah. But with a team, it's a different story and that's something yeah. you'd only do or be willing to invest in the time expanding searching and all of that kind of stuff mm. if it's something that you know you really really want yeah because yeah. even when i think about this last year man like there have been some dark frustrating and aggravating days where even just that this property that i've been working on that we're moving into like there have been some days where i'm literally just there and if it wasn't because of what i knew that i wanted out of it and out of the bigger picture and stuff like that i would have quit i would have been out of there in no time and maybe i would have done it for a few months maybe a few weeks or whatever it is but at some point i would have walked away but it's do you want it and that's where sort of being completely transparent 100 clients 100 corporate clients would mean i wouldn't have to do my nine to five i wouldn't have to be a software engineer anymore Mm. I could just mm. do podcast production mm. and that's not necessarily what I want. Like I actually enjoy being a software mm. engineer and I enjoy mm. being able to do the podcast and I enjoy the, the 10 clients is that then bringing in enough money that yeah. it's like, it's, it's extra for the family. It almost justifies the time, but also it still gives me room to do the software engineering and mm. to do like, the podcast stuff like to do not just the corporate but the other clients as well the the mm. christian stuff that i actually really like doing as well and i like um being able to work with um guys and even start doing stuff for church that i'm able to do mm. for the kingdom that then doesn't have that money associated with it um so there's that there's that capacity as well mm. I, th- I think i think that's really fair because even when i think about my job right I'm learning so much from my job that yeah. I'm able to bring into the kingdom, into other people's lives. Mm. So I know that for this season, for me, for example, this job is doing something, right? Yeah. And there will come a point in time when actually like, it's not doing that thing and it's time to go, right? Mm. And I think one thing that I've really like learned from being around Arnold a lot is that there are so many ways these things can go down. Yeah. <laughs> I watched I watched Arnold, yeah. I watched Arnold, yeah. Open up his shop, right? Still be working and still like Arnold made bro, it work. Dude, like it worked. Yeah. We are front row seats to see it. We'll see it in front bro, row. It, 
honestly, See, bruv, it challenged me. It challenged me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and bruv, I tell the stories of Arnold to other people. Like, mm-hmm. hey, bruv, Same. you know what you're saying to people at work? <laughs> where you're yeah, like, yeah. why don't you just quit? I'm saying, I have a friend <laughs> who did this. Yeah? yeah it is yeah, possible. Yeah. You you, you want to work yeah, X I mean, amount per week? I have a friend who yeah. did it. Possible. <laughs> you know? Day, I still get tempted to, to be I, like... Yo, I can do my work in two days. But I don't go yeah. speak to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so what I would say, Peter, is like, I know like, it sounds like you're figuring out that, okay, I want software engineering in there. I want this in there. I think how that looks can be as unorthodox as you can imagine. And that's yeah. where like the possibilities mm. are endless. So it's good that you For were sure. able to say, look, I don't actually want a hundred corporate clients because X, Y, Z, yeah. right? But there's still conversations to be had about, but what if you could train people up to do your job and still get a hundred corporate clients, yeah? <sighs> and you'd be chilling. So, and <sighs> this is this is what Arnold does to you. Arnold's like, okay. consultant. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? This yeah, is what Arnold yeah. does. This is what he does. Mm. So there are so many ways, but once you figure out what you want, it's conversations around how can you make that happen? And how can you still scale it up a hundred times? Like, let's do that. Yeah. And something I would even encourage you when you're doing that and reflecting on that is do it with a blank canvas. Forget mm. about mm. what is normal. Forget about what has been done and what you've seen. Mm. Yeah. But just design it according to what it is that you really want. Because you might come mm. out of this and say, you know what? I do enjoy being a software engineer, but I don't necessarily enjoy doing that 40 hours a week. Mm. I'd like mm. a bit more flexibility. I don't know. You might say you want to build a whole company around what it is that you do so that you've got a business that is offering B2B contracts and stuff like that, doing what you're doing anyway. That might be, you know, there's different ways it can go. So I believe you were about to press me on my goal or do I escape that now? (laughs) No, you don't, you, don't, you don't escape, bro. There's no way. Because right now, right now you gave you gave us like, what you did is you gave us a little dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, we, we want something. What do you want to see a year from now? Yeah. Like, I would like to have done 50 grand in sales by the end of the year. Let's go. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. You know this podcast, right? I feel like this is like this is literally an annual thing. It's part of this is our tradition, a good tradition. And and I think it might be worth also doing whether it's like quarterly or something like that, like a little check-in that says, okay, what's going on? Because I think it will help for sure. AK (laughs) forty-seven. They might feel like their their speakers are broken or their headphones exploded, but. 2023. I'm so Arnold's coming with the big figures. <laughs> 10 million in revenue. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Wait, wait, wait. Define 10 million in revenue. What is 10 that million mean? in revenue. I said controlling a million last year. That so you okay? So this is revenue specific. 10 million that has been paid into wow. accounts. This is not controlling. This is not assets. This, this is not controlling. This is, this is, liquid. is 10 million. This is, this is, liquid. wow. 10 million. Let's go. Come on, man. Okay. 
Arnold didn't just 10x the number, he also switched up the whole game. Let's just yeah, he, let's he just literally that. Wow. 100%. Wow. I don't really know where to go from there. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably taken us to a natural end of the podcast. Let's have a sailor moment. Let's all go away and think about the fact that I probably need to up my 50 grand by quite a bit, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, Arnold. Thank you. Wow. Oh, man. Sit yeah. Let's go. Arnold is shaking a little bit right now. You know that. Yeah. I'm not shaking. I've, <laughs> I've been cooking, literally waiting to say this from like, even when we recorded, I've been thinking about this for a while. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Still. I was just looking for my opportunity and here it came. You know what? Wow, that's that, awesome, yeah, bro. Man. Yeah, that's dope, man. Let's go. 10 million yeah. in revenue. Mm. We're going for the win. Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Well, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reason for the Whole podcast. Happy New Year. We hope that your 2023 is more than you can ever imagine, more than you can ever dream. Mm. We hope it's healthy. We hope it's happy. We hope it's full of love, joy, everything, everything that is good. Um, and that you take the challenges as they come. You do it with God. You do it well. You come out the other side stronger. Um, so yeah we love you guys thank you so much for listening Pete, Avery thank you so much for joining us and for, for your sure. honesty your openness here, man. no for real um, yeah, for us, yeah. we yeah, appreciate man. it and Arnold thank you for even setting this whole thing up for all your labours of love we appreciate you hugely boss man thank you, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys we... for being such great people that helped to make it happen because I couldn't carry it by myself. Yeah, man. It's an honor and a pleasure. So, yeah, we love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. And subscribe, wherever you like. listen to this as well, make sure you subscribe. Yeah. We're not just saying it for saying sake. Make sure you subscribe. Because if you haven't noticed the whole of 2022, we were silent on social media, episode, on social media platforms. So you wouldn't have known when podcast episodes were dropping so yeah. if you like this episode and you like the podcast make sure you subscribe so you can get notified whenever we drop a new one thanks peace peace <laughs>